Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Smushpod Royale For your eyes only It's Roger Moore as Ian Fleming's James Bond 007 sunk in the Ionian Sea. She was equipped with ATAC. Have we begun a salvage operation? We asked Sir Timothy Havelock to secretly locate the wreck. He and his wife were killed by Hector Gonzalez. Police were able to identify Gonzalez by Melina, Sir Havelock's daughter. Explosive. Exclusive. Well, I trust you, Alcar. For your amazement, this bond is for you. Oh, by the way, we haven't been properly introduced, Melina. My name is Bond. James Bond. Hello and welcome to Smash Pod, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. This week we'll be picking up minds, going out on the piste, all while avoiding the attention of underage women. Yes, it's for your eyes only. And joining me to get chatted up by a perverted parrot while we think of Thatcher is Paul Litchfield. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Paulathan. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. I know, you you wanted to before. This was my original choice, but yeah. you'd already cast I had. Malcolm McLaren. Or Malcolm McLaren. Malcolm McLaren, who talked about it at mm. length. Mm. Um, so I'm really glad you're doing them again. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Are your listeners really glad you're doing them again? I hope so. They better be. How many have you done said far? Well, this series? Yeah. About? A- a- about the Bonds. About eight. Wow. Yeah. Are you going in chronological order? No, I'm not. Just doing how you want it. I'm just going to chuck them out where they want. Oh, wow. Okay. Pound. Pound. <laughs> Straight in already. <laughs> Straight in with carry-ons. Why not? Carry uh, on, Bond. Come on. Well, for your eyes only, this reminds me. Do you remember the old Yellow Pages advert? Um, which <clears> one? The French Polisher one. Yes. 
<laughs> this film reminds me of that because you've got <laughs> what? Well, bear with me. All right. Moonraker, right? They go to space. Yes. You can't get any higher than space. Can't. And I think the morning after Moonraker, they probably all woke up and thought, "Oh fucking hell!" They probably all felt a bit shit. Oh, I see. Well, we need to take it back to basics. We ruined Cubby's house. We ruined everything. Yeah. We shat in the fountain. We shat in his the Cubby Memorial Fountain. And we drank all his port. Yeah. Oh no! What are we going to do? Let's go back to basics. Basics. Let's this go back to basics. John Glenn's first Bond directing gig. Yeah, and he'd been working before, hadn't he, on the films? Yeah, he was like an editor. All um, oh, right, so and not catering. Sorts. I'll cross that out. No, not catering. catering. Stuntman catering. No. No. Okay, so this was his. He was given his first directing chops. Yep. And he wanted to take it back to basics. He did. Yeah. It was. It, they literally talked about that, didn't they? Saying, "Come on, we've got to sort of get a." Back to the original Ian Fleming Bond. Yeah, give it a hard edge again. Yeah, and bec- I think this out of the Bonds I remember has the least amount of gadgets. Really, it's very yeah. pared down. Mm. In fact, the best gadget really is the first gadget we see, and that's not Bonds. Yes, that's and nor is it Smashes because it's not officially Blofeld, is it? No, we're not allowed. But it's Blofeld. It's Blofeld because yeah. he's in a wheelchair with a cat. <clears throat> yeah, and he's always looked like that. Yeah, that's right. Well, so, we, we start off with Bond visiting Tracy's grave. I know, and that's, you know, that's the first time he's acknowledged her in a while. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't love her very much. That grave's a bit shit, isn't it? It's terrible. Yeah, you'd give her, like, a grandiose tomb, wouldn't you? It's horrible, and the graffiti on it that he wrote is terrible. Yeah. Dead bitch. Adder. I mean, why write that? Adder. <laughs> Adder. Because of his snake obsession. No, not Adder. <laughs> I know. He wrote um, Adder. Yeah. He wrote Adder, and then... That's well, his... if you go around the back, it says Python. So, that's his graffiti you know. tag name. I really like to write different species of snake onto memorials. Okay, okay, if that's what you really want to do. Yes. It's a hobby. <laughs> so, yeah, it starts, and, in, and you think, oh, gosh, that's a bit of a kick in the stomach, isn't it? Yeah. A bit of a doleful beginning. Also, we got the gun barrel um, with mm. the, uh, the added cowbell <laughs> with Bill Conti. Oh, I mean, shall we, shall we address it? Or, uh, yeah, let's yeah. just address Bill yeah. already, because... I think the reason why I really like this film, because it's not a particularly amazing Bond film, mm. but I think it is because of Bill Conti. Mm. Because I've never heard... I think, except for maybe a theremone, he used every other <laughs> instrument that he could find. Yes. He put an orchestra, I'd imagine in like a cargo ship container, mm-hmm. with every instrument in the world, Yeah. flew that cargo container over to Cairo, put it on top of a pyramid, let it roll down the steps and recorded the fucking noise. <laughs> Because everything's in it. Mm. It's even got a moment which is based on flugelhorns, <laughs> which is stunning. Yeah. More flugelhorn. Fuck more cowbell. Yeah. More flugelhorn. More, more flugelhorn. It's got flugelhorns in it. Yeah. And bongos. Yeah. This is the alpine section, which we'll get to later, which is this weird eight to ten minute yeah. Brian Eno-ish mm. sort of hellish dystopia landscape. And it's just come after a song that sounds like... Someone's just had a stroke at a carnival. It's just <laughs> mental. Bill Conti just literally, I think in this one we'll have synthesizers, we'll have a harp, we'll mm. have 15 piccolos. Yeah. Um, Roger, could, could you piss down your trombone and we'll record that? Yeah, all right. Just every sound you can imagine he throws at it. <laughs> and, it's, and for that, I adore it. Mm. I love it. And, and also I love it when in a film the incidental music of what's going on or the music just sort of, uh, I mean, there's, there's two really amazing pieces of music in this one's called Runaway mm-hmm. which is when he's um, skiing and he goes down the uh, toboggan bing and, bong bing yeah, bong that, well no that's the Brian Eno bit before oh, yeah, that sorry, goes yeah. on and on mm. and on 
with the flugelhorn. Yeah. Um, so there's Runaway, and then there's the Gonzalez takes a ride, which goes into the fantastic Citroen chase yeah. music, which is also stunning. Yeah. And that just goes to places I just don't think music should ever go to in a Bond film. No. It's amazing. But at one point in Gonzalez takes a drive uh, to denote all the action that's going on in the car, the the music then segs into a brief James Bond sting, and it's stunning. It's great. Where it goes... It's just beautiful. Mm. I love it. And then it goes into a really brassy one to right towards the end. Yeah. Oh. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's like he took mescaline with them. Who's the guy who did a little Spanish fly or flea or... Herb Albert. Yeah, it's like him and Herb Albert took mescaline and just whatever they could find, they just banged and recorded it. I loves it. Mm. I loves it. I loves it so much. I've used some of the music in my own ridiculous personal career. Um, So... I want, there's a fantastic guy, which I'm sure listeners will all know, a bloke called um, Wayne Shepherd, who won the Perrier Newcomer a few years back for his character Gary Lestrange, who was this stunning 1980s pop act. Yeah. And off the success of that and several Edinburgh shows and all the other work he did, he decided to set up a comedy night called uh, Club Lestrange. And I used to play his nemesis. He had, he had a, another 80s-based musical nemesis called Philip. And I played Philip, and um, we would argue on stage, and we clearly hated each other. And I would sing various songs and ballads that I made up. And one of the tunes I used was Runaway, which I then put lyrics to. And it was called The Schizoid Trucking Man, and it made zero sense. But I just adored doing it. Is that one that goes... Trumpets. And then... Studio guys in the 70s smoking reefers. Yeah, this is fucking cool, man. I just love it. Yeah. And it's 1981, but it sounds like it's 1972. It really does. I loves it. I tell you, I loves it. So I'm wondering if Bill Connolly got this gig because of Rocky. I have no idea. I tried to sort of think about how he got that. Community service, maybe? (laughs) Maybe. forced to do it? The Rocky 2 soundtrack's a bit disco-y as well. Yeah. So it's around the same time, I think. Did Hamlish do music as well? Yeah, he did The Spy Love Me. And that's... Got mm. slightly um, the same sort of overtones, but nowhere yeah. near as insane. No. Like a Mardi Gras that's going on for like nine years. Yes. <laughs> but, but when Bond's visiting his grave, yes. his, his wife's dead grave. Tracy. 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 Oh. I wonder I'm if... Bond and this is Tracy. Tracy. Hello. <laughs> you know, I see you know his nibs then. <laughs> I don't know where he bloody goes. Sorry, she's been drinking again. <laughs> I'll have another Campari, please. <laughs> What are you having, love? Oh, love uh, vodka. No, you bloody won't. You'll have a bitter like everyone else. Honestly, comes in people's houses, asks for things they haven't got. Rude. <laughs> that explains the grave. That explains the grave. Uh, but a priest comes out and tells them that he's needed... Um, yeah. <clears throat> that the um, he's needed at HQ for yeah. something um, very important. And then proceeds to give him his last rites. His last rites. Which you think, hmm, that's a bit portentful. If I was Bond, after I'd done what I did in a minute... Mm. I'd go back to that priest and I'd kick him right in the balls. <laughs> That's for giving me the last rites. I'm going to rip the dog collar off you and shove it up your... Yeah. No, you should go around and duff him up a bit. Duff him up, definitely. Duff him up a bit and then do a joke like, God hates you. You know who should have <laughs> played... bleak joke when he kills him. <laughs> Not actually a pun, but on burning hell. <laughs> you know you should have played that priest, don't you? Come on, Peter Butterworth. <laughs> well, we're collecting, you see, for the for the church roof. Well, how much should I put in? Pound. 
per tile. <laughs> <laughs> and we've started. And we've started off. Where's he gone? He's gone for a pew. <laughs> hey! Could be pee. There's could, actually could be pee. There's actually two priests. The first one that comes out is Jack Douglas. <laughs> hey! Today we will sing hymn number four hundred. <laughs> Falls into font. Get off. Which he says to God. Get off. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, so he gets in the helicopter, oh. and he's being taken to an location. An location. It's being he's being watched. He is by Blofeld. We assume. We assume, but or not, it not, could be not for legal reasons. It's not, but clearly could be it NTV. Is. And you're on now, <laughs> James Bond. You thought you were going on a mission. Wow. Now, so no lemons has got him, and a gotcha. <laughs> the Wurzels are coming round, and you're going to sing a song with them. He gets gunged at the end <laughs> by Mr. Blobby. Oh who's, my God. who's actually in that Imagine wheelchair? Tipping Mr. Blobby down the chimney. <laughs> oh, if only. Blobby. Come on, children in need. You can do this. Yeah. Yeah. They've done yeah. worse. This is the most bizarre pre opening sequence for any bomb film ever. Well, also dark as well. Yeah, it's really dark. Bizarre, but he, he, he literally tips a disabled man down a chimney. I know. Yeah. It, and, <laughs> and isn't there a sound effect of like. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He goes, Mr. Bond. And of course, as you've already mentioned in your book, it's amazing the the, the pleading that the non-Blofeld says. Yes. Some, something about a stainless steel kitchen. So I'll buy you a delicatessen in stainless steel. Just insane. Mm. What? What? I mean, obviously, that must have been improvised. That can't be a lie. Oh, yeah. Well, we all say silly things when we're about to be dropped down the chimney. When we're in peril. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last words are often not great, are they? It's just stunning. John F. Kennedy's was... Remind me to buy some sausages when we get back. <laughs> oh, God. Kenneth Williams has I watched a bloody point. That's right. Yeah, so he... Attention seeking. He could have said that. That's a Facebook he, post, he, that, isn't he, it? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. And then lots you're, of people... You're, you're right, Ken. You're okay, hon. <laughs> oh, no, no. Heart-shaped emojis. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Send me one that looks like a bum. <laughs> Oh, right, I have to send Kenneth Williams bum emojis to stop him killing himself. Oh, this is like admin. This is horrible admin. Idiot admin. <laughs> <laughs> the most <laughs> most sadistic typographer we know. I want you to file in a fire. I tell you what, once Idiot admin had you in his hands. Exactly. File this. <laughs> But this not in alphabetical order. Exactly! Oh, Eddie. Oh, you devious. Eddie Hadwin. No wonder you're a tyrant. This is all in Courier. Put it in Times New Roman. Ha, 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 ha. He's also Cat Dracula. I like that. I was going to say, I imagine him, <coughs> I imagine him wearing a cape. Eddie <coughs> Hadwin. Eddie Hadwin. I can imagine, like, Wordy from Words of Pictures. <laughs> Just loads of letters and numbers all over him. Eddie Hadwin. <laughs> Instead of pockets on his coat, he's got little files and drawers. I imagine him doing summer season with um, <laughs> that magician who was married to Victoria Wood. Ali Bongo? That, no, not Ali Bongo. Oh, um, the great stupendo. Great stupendo. Is it stupendo? I think it was, yeah. yeah. okay. Great stupendo, Idi Admin, Blackpool. <laughs> Matinee. Limited season only. <laughs> <laughs> Compared by Dustin G. Oh, Christ. Compared by Duncan Norvell. Mm, I'm the chicken man. <laughs> Chase me. 
<laughs> People that have I paid for this? <laughs> Never mind, we got your money. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Admin. Um, so yeah, he, uh, he, he, he so he, after he drops him down the chimney, we yeah. then get the song, which is controversial in a way because Fuck she's in the um, she's in it intro. Yeah, not been done before or since. No, and it, it's a shame when they're in them because I think. You know, there's all sorts of joy that could, like, there's some point Sheena could have opened her mouth and a hand with a gun could have come out, yeah. her tongue, that they sort of thing. They had to do it for real, though. <laughs> so, Sheena, we have to do this for real. You have to so. put a severed hand in your mouth. We have to sort of drill a hole in the back of your head, mm. if, you, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. Oh, no, I don't mind being hurt, <laughs> she seemed to say. Wasn't, um, wasn't she in um, yeah. Rent-A-Ghost? What? That that voice. Is that oh, what? Oh, I thought you meant Sheena Easton. No, 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 that voice. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's how everyone speaks. In what was she called? Madam? I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, please. So after the credits, we then get this boring bit with the bloke having a fag on a boat. Oh, I know. The and Greek uh, fishing boat. And this all happens because of fishing ineptitude, isn't it? Very much so. Say, hey, we got a nicer catch today of the calamari. It always reminds me, of, <laughs> have you seen Naked Gun 2? Yes. You know the bit where the security guards in that bin, they're like, someone threw away a perfectly good clock. Oh, right. And he's like, oh, no wonder, it's the wrong time. And he sets it and the explosion goes off. It's a bit like that. It's like, look, look what I've caught. So they're like hauling out sardines yeah. to cook for lunch and they accidentally mm. catch a landmine. <laughs> he's a big well, sea anemone, this one! It's a big fat fish, this Look, one. he's angry, he's a ticking! <laughs> but this bloke, you'd give up smoking, wouldn't you? Because he has to smoke, then he has to go back in, down some stairs, <laughs> through a door, through another door. Right. To keep it a secret door. That's a lot to do as an actor, isn't it? Yeah. Smoke, make decisions, move. Go back in, then get yeah. handcuffed to a computer. Terrible. The, the uh, attack. Yeah, the attack, which is mm. uh, all attack. That's right. It's almost it's almost the attack. Yes. All terrain attack transport. All terrain attract cat. The all terrain attract cat. Attract cat. Now see here, Bond. This thing can attract cats for four thousand miles. <laughs> if that were to fall into enemy hands. Oh, that's what I call pussy galore. Now you can't even mention her. She's not in it anymore. Sid <laughs> <laughs> James is suddenly in it now. Yeah, I'm M. SMP. Well, I would be, wouldn't I? He'd have been a good M, though. What? Sid James. Well, he would have been Bond, wouldn't he? Would he? He would have been Bond if... Um, who's the uh, the younger chap he used to uh, do the films with him? He's in. Uh, he, he was the only young one in it. Jim um, Dale. Jim Dale would yeah. have possibly been Bond. Yeah, he would have been. But if not, they would have cast Sid in it, because, you know. Mm. Charles Hawtrey as Q. Charles Hawtrey as Q. Oh, don't touch that, <laughs> etc. <laughs> Poor old Hattie would be Money Penny, wouldn't she? She would. She'd be... She'd be, she'd be pound of something to denote fatness, of course. Yeah, she would have been. It's a shame, but there you go. Pound of lard. Pound of lard. Uh, Morning, pound of lard. <laughs> oh, James. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's all there. Come on, Jerry. Bernard Bristol was a henchman. She'd have been good yeah. in this, blow actually. Job. Because... <laughs> blow job. Blow <laughs> job. You have to dress up as a woman and blow. With a fez. And blow James. <laughs> oh, blimey, not bloody likely. <laughs> <laughs> that would so happen. Ken obviously is bl- Blofeld, but it'd be something like some, uh, Blow... Bumfelt. Bumfelt, yeah. Mm. Going around on a little wheelchair, going <laughs> over people's legs. Going, oh, sorry. Do you want to see me do a wheelie? Or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking no. I don't know because it's not real. No, no, it's not real. <laughs> but I wish to God it was. Yeah. I'm so surprised. Well, no, they did Karen spying, didn't they? So Yeah, but that, was, but that was... Not a very good one. No, not that good. No. No. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> so Bond uh, goes to see the new M. 
Yes. Who's kind of a temporary M because Bernard Lee had just Bernard died. Lee, and apparently he re, he actually came into film. But mm. he was so ill that he couldn't do it. No. And, then, and everyone thought, then we will not have an M for a while because mm. Bernard is M. And that's well, really They lovely. say he's away on... Yeah, he's, something or other. yeah, he's away dying, which yeah. is a horrible thing to say. No, no, they so say he's on leave or something. They replaced him with a very grumpy M, very grumpy, yes. like a, like really doesn't like Bond M. I love it when, um, and it's in most of the films. Whenever James turns up, whoever's in charge is immediately furious with him. Yeah, even though if they just look at their dossiers or whatever, they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, he saved the world last week from poisoning from Drax. That was very good of him." Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, he stopped Russia from. You know, uh, if you look at Bond's track record, cut him a bit of slack. But maybe it's just the fact that he just keeps being caught on the job. Yeah, that that's what infuriates him the most. He, mu- he must be a bit of a prude. He must or, or be. Every, well, I suppose all the M- MI5, MI6 people are, aren't they? Yes. So they're all just, God damn it! They're always like the boss from a Frank Spencer sketch that just, just want him to get out, get out! <laughs> they're just furious with Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. I should say as well, before we, before we meet Bond, I thought yeah. it's, it's, it's when Melina goes to her parents' boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the sort of, and you don't really know what that's all about, but no. basically they, they get shotted. They do. They're um, plane. They're like um, sea archaeologists, aren't they? They are, but mm. they're they're sort of um, spies as well, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're working on a secret mission working to find mission. this boat. That's right. Yeah. And Hector Gonzalez That's shoots it. them. There's a lot of confusion about who's who in this film. There's yeah. lots of double agents or people pretending to be. And essentially, I think the film is about the main villain has just got a gripe with an old mate of his. And that's actually what the film's about. Yeah, it is. It's about two, two, old, two old mates who are no longer in favour with each other. Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah, right. Let's go with that. Also, the parrot is from a carry-on film, isn't it? Because it goes, give us a kiss. That's give us a true. kiss. Yeah. Show us your knickers. Yeah. Yeah, which is sort of what's saying. Which was end. in carry-on at your convenience, of yeah, course. Yeah, exactly. With poor old... Um, Hattie. Pat. No, um, she always played the dower. Oh, Mm. Uh, it's, it's not not Sims. What was she called? She's brilliant. Oh, that's terrible. Can't remember her name. Uh, Philippa Patsy Rowland. Patsy Rowland. There's yeah. always the simpering. Oh, always wanted a bit of nookie, but never had it. No. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah. So they get murdered. Yeah. And, so and then, she's very upset. Very. Like, Who's murdered my mum and dad? Because she brings them presents. She brings her mum a dress. She does. And her dad a book. She does. Yeah. The book's probably Wicked Willie. <laughs> I reckon the dress has already got hose in it yeah. for the bullets to go through. But and not... the book's called How Not to Get Shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's literally into the camera, what a mistake to make her! Because yeah. she's also Italian. Of course. But the, the M&S won't take that dress back with blood on it, will they? No, they won't. No. Well, no, M&S are pretty good for returns. Yeah, do you reckon? Do you mind if I return this? It's been shot to shit and it's covered in blood. Certainly, madam. <laughs> got a receipt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> They do it. Don't think you could pull that in WH Smith's. No, oh, no. way. Well, they don't do returns anyway. No. How, are they, how are they still going? I don't WH know. Smith's. How are they I still think going? A shadowy cabal money laundering What's operation. What's going on there? Because I've been in a couple and they're, they're empty all the time. Mm. Empty. Just vast, empty, just shelves full of material I don't want to read about. And back to school. Back to school basics. Pencil and, cases. Um, and, then, and then a pick and mix. Yeah. It's really out of date. Yeah. It's really odd. I thought they would have gone under like so many. I don't want them to. No, but but every time I go in them, they're just like an empty warehouse at the end of um. Raiders of Lost Ark. Raiders of Lost Ark. They're just stacking the latest cookery book. They're run by top top people. Top top people. Yeah. So Bond goes to see Grumpy M, and he basically asks him if he knows anything about it. 
And he and he really does. He really knows everything. He really about it. knows his onions, yeah. doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that uh, also annoys him. Yep. Because he's a know-it-all. Yeah. You but, fucking cunt. Yeah. Little swat. <laughs> I mean, why, why be angry with Bond? He's done his homework. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Honestly, just give him, just leave him be for a bit. He's done so many good things. <laughs> yeah. But he has to go. He's been told to go and uh, have a look at Hector Gonzalez. Yes. Yeah. So he heads out on the uh, on the in, in the Red Lotus, which as a child, very excited about. Yes, of course. And you think, wow, this is going to be brilliant. Oh, mm. they're not going to use it at all. No. And that's. But I don't mind because what they do use is even better. Well, he goes to Gonzalez's house and has a look through the bushes. He doesn't get caught. Got a little look through the bushes. He gets caught, and yeah. this is. <laughs> we need to talk about this yes. so much. This okay. bit around the pool. Yeah. Because <sighs> there's a track on the for your eyes only. Um, list, <laughs> um, which was written especially for the film, mm. and um, it's called "Make It Last All Night." Oh, and it's by a group called Rage. Oh, <laughs> and it's playing just in the background while Gonzalez is sunning himself with all these beauties, wandering mm. around clinking cocktail glasses and going, "Oh!" as water drips onto their into their bosoms in yes. the uh, hot sun. And it's a very brief, it's like a literally a 10 second scene as Bond scans this uh, haven of ravers. Mm. And this music's playing, but the track is about four minutes long. Okay. Here are the lyrics. Okay. Not all of them, because um, if I read all of this to you, I think. You, you might, you, in this, it's a small room, and I think if I put a blonde wig on, you might make advances at me. Okay. It, it's that erotic. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. In fact, I might try and read it as um, a really good friend of mine, Alan Bennett, because I think it might just give it a bit more cadence. Please do. So this is how Alan would read it. So this is uh, Make It Last All Night by Rage. <laughs> try to hold it down and take it slow. <laughs> just enjoy the motion. <laughs> If you just relax, oh, and push it back, there is no limitation. (laughs) Oh, 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 can you feel it inside you? Oh, 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 can you feel it inside me too? Now, that implies that they may be using dildos on each other or something. That's fine, if, if, if that's what Bond wants to do. Yeah. Try to keep it up, oh, and ease it in. To get that good vibration. <laughs> if you come too late... Something Bond's never had a problem with. Nope. No. You'll have to wait to get that good sensation. <laughs> ooh, 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 can you feel it, etc., etc. Yeah. I mean, I can't do any more. No. What a, um, please, if you've got time, play that to your loved one. and Spice mm. up your lovemaking. Because mm. it's a beautiful, tender, yet erotic song about the things that Bond gets up to when the cameras are off. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful piece of music. Again, Bill Conti at some point went, can we have, like, some the most pornographic song we can get away with? I know just the man, or men, Rage. Mm. <laughs> Who then went on to be Rage Against the Machine, of course. Of course, yeah. Famously went on, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me! And ease it in. <laughs> <laughs> Smash Pod Royale. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Royale. Uh, yeah, the, the party round Gonzalez's pool reminds me of that bit in Boogie Nights where that girl yeah. turns up to the party and takes too much coke and her nose bleeds out. <laughs> you can imagine her sitting in the background. There. Yeah, just screaming and they're all like, shush, shush, shush. Oh, you're bringing the mood down, Tanya. Controversially, <laughs> though, this is one of the ladies here. Yes. Was, a, um, was not a lady. A lady boy. Yeah, Caroline Cossey. This was her name. Yeah, and she um, she got a job as one of the extras uh, in this scene. And she was transgender. Yeah. And she was outed um, quite a while after, actually, because no one, no one knew anything. No. And she was outed by the, I think it was the News of the World, with the headline, Bond Girl is a Bond Boy. <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. Um, but she was proud of it all and proud of her transition. Um, she said, because I was reading about it today, that after her transition in her surgery, she went a bit wild because she'd finally got to the place where she wanted to go and had a lot of fun parties and had a brief romance with Des Lynam. <laughs> what? Des Lynam? No. Des Lynam. Oh, my goodness. Says Des. <laughs> goodness me. Des Lynam. It's Talk amazing. about match of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Half time, switch ends. <laughs> Oh, well, good for her. Well, yeah, brilliant. Well, good for Des. Yeah, good on her. And that's brilliant. That's the first time it's ever happened, isn't it, in the Bond canon? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I think they should have maybe, I mean, someone should alter the poster. I think the poster, because the poster was also controversial yes. at the time. Yes, Because it's Bond's point of view of looking between the legs of Melina, mm. uh, but she's wearing either a swimsuit or a bikini that's very tight around her buttocks, just holding a crossbow with her legs akimbo and Bond looking through. And on backwards as well, so it looks yeah. more sexy. So the, so the thin bits at the back. Imagine if it was Caroline Cossey, so it's Bond mm. just staring and all you can see is a meat and two veg hanging down. <laughs> Bond deciding what to do. Oh, might do a bit of target practice. <laughs> but hopefully and gladly they didn't do that. No. Thank the Lord. But there's someone else at this party. There's a mysterious yes. man called Locke. Yeah, Locke. Or Locke. Spelled Locke. Locke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actor called Michael Gothard. Uh, is that his name? Yeah. Is he the dove? I always get confused. Yeah, the one with the hexagonal glasses. Hexagonal glasses. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. 
who so um, that's he's an assassin yes he's an assassin he's paying Gonzalez for his job right and he he paid him to kill Melina's parents didn't yes. he in the plane that, yeah. that returns okay so Bond immediately gets captured mm-hmm. and Gonzalez immediately looks at his gun mm. and just goes stand it is your British Secret Service <laughs> license to kill <laughs> I'll be killed take him away like that mm. you sound like Bernie Winters then <laughs> take him away we snobby snobby get out of the pool <laughs> Leave that coke alone, Schnorbit. <laughs> Playing with Caroline Crossy. Don't pull that! Schnorbit's <laughs> got blood coming out of his nostrils. Schnorbit <laughs> is OD'd on the side. <laughs> and he's put a bit of tarpaulin over him. It's all right. God, he stinks, though, doesn't he? <laughs> anyway, so Bond gets captured. Yeah. And then immediately, what does he do? He just sort of wrestles out of the minion's arms and runs away. Well, it's because uh, Melina's in the bushes, isn't she? With her crossbow. Yeah, but that's a bit later. It's how he escapes from the thing. He, doesn't he just sort of like... Push the henchman in a pool and run. Well, that's he does that because Gonzalez oh, course, is about yes. to jump in the pool. He's about to dive in the pool. He's about to go, what's this amazing dive? Yeah. He's about to show off. Yeah. And then all we hear is, yeah. and he just belly flops in. And everyone right. screams. That's it. And the girls all go, oh, my yeah. breasts have seen this murder. <laughs> yes, which is what James Bond's all about. And then James Bond's girl goes, well, I'm out of here. Yeah. Jumps off a roof by grabbing a bellow vein, mm. which is um, the official term for those big umbrellas you get in pubs. Yeah, a bellow vein. I like that. Good, oh, I it? said parasol, but and I, I really love this stunt. Yeah, it's, it's great. a really simple stunt. Mm. That's what I really like about this film. It's no, no, really reliance on gadgets. Just using everyday items to the best. Yes, and we're going to get the best example of this in a moment with the mode of transport. Yes, it's just using what you've got around you. And because Bond's brilliant at everything he does, he just uses things really well. And yeah. I really like that. Because his car, meanwhile, is down in the gully. Yeah, his beautiful car. And bad car. guys are trying to get bad in. Bad henchman's having a little look, <clears throat> and he's just sort of investigating. Well, this is a John Glenn... He looks a bit like Giorgio Moroder. He does. The henchman. <laughs> and when he, when he goes to break into the car by using the barrel of his gun, the car blows up to the most spectacularly bad edited dummy. Yes. Just stood... Yeah. Perfectly still with rigor mortis. Looking like Donald Trump off. in front of the Taj Mahal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it because the way it explodes, it's because the dummy's too solid. So yeah. it just sort of, it's almost like throwing a boomerang. He sort of boomerangs out of shot. Yeah, that's right. It's so good. But I that's, love it. John Glenn thought that would be hilarious. That was his idea. Of it. Oh, really? Because if you notice, when they're about to hit the car with the gun barrel, with yeah. the, the gun handle. It's got do not break glass. Yeah. It's, no, it's got that danger. thing saying burglar um Burglar alarm. Burglar alarm. proof or something. Yeah. yeah. And apparently a lot of cars used to get stolen if they had that sticker on. Because ah. it meant it was a precious car. So, so he thought it would be funny if it blew up. It blew up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. It is, but as a child, I was like, no. Yeah, no, oh my God, he's not going to use that car. But then after a bit of chasing, he then... He bumps into Melina. Bumps into Melina. she's wearing like a beekeeper's and mask. A, yeah, and there's a fantastic bit in the music where he goes, fiddle a diddle a diddle a diddle a diddle a ting So that's kind of her theme, isn't it? Yeah, and then he very quickly says to us, I'm like, I don't know who you are, but follow me. Yeah. <laughs> they just immediately run hand in hand. And then we see his car blow up. And yeah. he literally drops his car keys uh, on the floor and goes, well, we better take your and car. And he does this amazing triple, quadruple take. take yeah. Like, oh, what holy hell is this? And what music does it play? Because <laughs> she's got a little yellow Citroen CV. Got beautiful. And this is, I think, another reason why I love For Your Eyes Only. Because, mm. as again, it's not the best Bond film in the world. No. But I think this entire sequence is absolutely Amazing, absolutely, this it's is amazing. Like Remy Julian and his men, yeah, using cars Chasing to the him. max, and and they're using proper old gangster black sedan sort yeah. of cars, yeah. guns, etc., etc. 
and James has to sort of use this three gear stick little Citroen yellow French CV. Oh, it's mm. amazing. It really is. And it, there's so many beautiful little moments in it. The car going upside down and spinning. Landing it, in it, the olive tree. Landing in the olive trees mm. and, and it clips the top of another car where he takes a shortcut because yeah. all the roads in Greece are really windy. Mm. Um, it's just got so many beautiful bits and he even gets helped by the locals at one point, doesn't he? Yeah. He's all like, well, they, they tip the car over, tip so the car everyone, over. they all help him get it back. I love all that. Mm. And the bit driving through the olive groves also has one of my favourite ever moments in film because it's um, a really bad edit point that they didn't address where Bond turns around to Melina and just goes, love a drive in the country, don't you? Mm. And she goes to laugh, but yeah. I think the car goes over a bump. Yeah. So what she actually does is she goes... <laughs> And it's still there. Yeah. And I love it. Love a drive in the country, don't you? <laughs> like maybe he's already going, oh dear, I think this woman's got mental problems. <laughs> so open the side door. Out Take you go. <laughs> Thanks for the car. Thank you for the car. But he also does that wonderful thing where he looks at the baddies and gives a oh. little, little lovely Roger nod. He does the Roger nod. What is this? This sort of, um, I just, because it's only Roger that, did, that yeah. did this. He does it twice in this film. He does mm. it a bit later on when he's um, skiing, mm. where he goes, well, oh, hello to the person trying to kill me. Mm. This sort of acknowledgement. And mm. uh, that's because he's still a perfect gentleman, isn't he? Yeah. So he's just like, oh, good day to you. I mean, if he could doff a cap, he would. Yes. And he's really happy and smiley at them. Yeah. <laughs> the people trying to kill him. Hello. Yeah, I love brilliant. it. It's brilliant. It's a beautiful sequence. I adore that sequence. And it's a good lengthy sequence as well, isn't it? Yeah. Really long. I, I, I don't know how long. Well, I don't know either. But it's quite long. But it's got a lovely, as I say, Remy Julien and his stunt team, they did all yeah. the driving at this point in Bond films. They're always apparently amazing. They, they reinforced metal plates in the car roof, and they used two cars, apparently, for, yeah. the, for the whole thing. Um, and it's just a, a, I just love the sequence and the music is just mental mm. it's just all going on doesn't it also go like dun, 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 dun. yeah the and then he goes and it just keeps going to a crescendo yeah. and then it ends with the James Bond electric guitar I love it but then he speaks to Melina about her you know yes if you're going to go into revenge you have to dig two graves two yeah and that's unless you're killing four people then you need to dig eight graves just just dig one and just dig a bit deeper yeah that's that's what I'd do make it 12 feet so six have a cremation is easier yeah Yeah. but she says you wouldn't understand I'm half Greek (laughs) what does that mean well, actually, I'm half. <laughs> what Roger would be half. <laughs> uh, but it's tenuous at best. Yeah. He really loved working with her as well. Yes. Actress, and said he thought that she was one of the most naturally beautiful Bond girls he ever worked with. Yeah. But apparently she was, at the time, having trouble because she was going out with a film producer or someone in film who had a heroin addiction. Oh, really? And was going through lots of personal problems of her own. This is all in his book, My Word is My, my Bond. Word is my Bond. Which he, which he talks about all of this. Did you know yeah. that she's, she also couldn't go underwater? Yeah, she had a medical condition. Yeah, so all the underwater, yeah. <laughs> all the underwater bits of this are uh, dry for wet, effectively. They're just oh. filmed in slow motion with um, blowers blowing. Yes, that's why I heard. That's but why it looks a bit strange when they're underwater. I thought at the time when I saw it, I just thought, wow, that's an amazing effect that they're mm. doing. And I thought they were underwater. So It that's... looks really good. So they had a stunt woman do it all? She, yeah, every no, time it's not no, her in close-up. No. no, they just made no, her do it. didn't. It was actually Samantha Fox. Samantha Fox. Samantha Fox did that. And she was a stunt woman before she uh, became a page three model. Really? Yeah, and I she did no the, all the stunts. She did all James's stunts as well. Natural buoyancy. <laughs> she climbs up the rock at the end. Does she? Samantha. Yeah, she does all <laughs> that. They what just a... they tape her assets down, obviously, mm, put course, on the wig. Course, yeah. 
for James, and she did it all, Sam. Never talks about it. What a trooper. What a trooper. Good old Sam. Good. Well, salute you, Sam. Entertaining our troops. Good on you, Sam. Yep. Saving the world again. A lot of men have saluted her in the past. <laughs> oh, dear. Dearing me. <clears throat> Sorry, this is all in the spirit of Bond. So, Bond goes to see Q. Yes. Because he's going to make a photo fit. Angry M says to him, well, you, you should go down to the Identigraph. Go down to the fucking basement, Bond! Yeah. He's like, all right. I'm... That's basically what he says. Keep your hair on. Yeah. You, c- you cunt. What you've got left of it, you little cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, he goes down to see Q in the basement. Q's also furious. Mm-hmm. Very furious this time at Bond. Um, yeah. What is it now, Bond? Yeah. With his insane bratwurst hands Brat that I now hands. can never not see because no. you've blazoned it onto my psyche. Sorry about that. But no, you're right. Insane hands. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And this is the only bit where we see some other gadgets. Yes. And they're never really used. No. Apparently, the identikit is called something else, though, isn't it? Um, it's the identigraph. The identigraph. And apparently, yeah. it was first. Um, spoken about um, in the original Ian Fleming books in, in one of the other stories. Oh, right. Apparently this For Your Eyes Only is, is a short story for your eyes only and another one bolted together. Yeah. But the identikit or the identograph or, or, or whatever it is was talked about in a previous Ian Fleming novel for another James Bond story. There's bits of Live and Let Die in this as well. The kill hauling is from right. Live and Let Die. Oh, okay. There you go. <clears throat> yeah. So we go through this sort of, you know, the, the equivalent of could you describe him, madam, the, yeah. the assailant? Well, he had, he had 16 ears, nine, nine hairs, and a very, very angry nose. And then mm. and so a policeman would draw it. But this time it's all done with amazing graphics. And red lights. And red lights. You have to have red light on when you do it. Makes you feel sexy. And this isn't the same... I always get confused. Is this the same film where Bond focuses on a woman's boobies? No, that's Octopussy. That's Octopussy. Okay. Yeah, that's the next one. That's next. Okay. But it's a bit of domestic... You understand Q's life here, because there's a lady comes in and he says, yes. Oh, you go, Sandra, I'll lock up. <laughs> I like oh, that. Oh, that's right, yeah. It's really yeah, domestic it's and like normal. working in a little office. You also can imagine him trying to lock... What was the bloody code? His fat fingers on the tiny button. <laughs> Three, nine, nine... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, God! <laughs> Forgetting to turn off the lights. I've been here for weeks. Forgetting to turn off the lights so they send him the bill. <laughs> what? 4,000 fucking pounds. <laughs> kept turning off the... F- kept keeping on the lights, Q. Silly shit. <laughs> I'm fisted fucking boffin. <laughs> I see here, 007. <laughs> uh, but he does the identical graph. <clears throat> And there's and a wonderful guy, bit course, with the nose. Yeah, the nose. A nose, not a banana Q. Not a banana Q, you stupid fuck. <laughs> But and, of course, the only way to really get the identity of this man is not by what he looks like at all, but, no. but by what he wears. Yes. A pair of octagonal glasses. Mm. Which are not easy to find. No. Not easy to find. Apparently the actor's own. Really? Yeah, because he's in Jack the Ripper, that actor. <laughs> Michael Caine, Jack, Jack the Ripper. Ripper. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, playing uh, the head of the uh, vigilante committee. And he wears the same glasses in it. I wonder if all his work is to do with these glasses. I think so. Amazing. Because Peter Sellers always, when they said, oh, how do you get into all these characters? He just goes, I just stick a wig on some glasses and then I'm in. Yeah. So obviously this guy was the same, same method. I yeah. need octagonal glasses to feel the part. For your eyes only. <laughs> he's optician. Not him to though, him. he's far-sighted. <clears throat> yeah, can see a thing. Yep. <laughs> but I love that when they finally get the picture of him, it starts off as that's like him. a drawing. When he prints it out, it's a photograph. It's a photograph, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Perfect, Q. Thank you, Q. Just, just, we had the photo on file, sorry. Exactly, this is just really big old A4 clunky files. <laughs> this is much easier, you know, Q. <laughs> so they identify the hired assassin, so Bond is off. Yeah. He's off. He's off. And this time he's going to slightly colder climbs. Yeah. So Bond knows that Locke is in Cortina. There you go. 
in a in a Ford Cortina. That's right. He's yeah. in a Ford Cortina. So he goes to meet his contact Ferrera. Yeah. And uh, when he, when he meets him there, he tells him about how there's a man in the town who knows everything. That's right. A wise old sage yeah, like Christatos. Christatos, played by Julian Glover, who's great. He's brilliant. I think he's a really good villain, and he's really mm. understated as a villain. And I think again, this is obviously their decision. Let's just pare it all down mm. a bit. He's a villain, and he's not doesn't dress like a mental person. Doesn't no. have a mental lair. No, absolutely. Doesn't have um, ambitions to do. You know, I think after I'm finished with the world, mm. I want a volcano in Westminster. <laughs> it's just no. That's he's just. I think I can't even remember what he wants to do. It's just like. Get everyone on drugs or something? It's just drugs. It's just drugs. Drugs and also yeah. s- sell the... Um, sell the attack sell, to the Russians. Yeah, sell, sell that to the highest bidder because it's all about naval plans, isn't it? It and is. Stuff like that. So, yeah. so that's it. So he's sort of like a low-rent villain, really. Yeah. He's just, just as he was in... He's just a proper in, um, crim. Well, he's also the villain in The Last Crusade. Yes, of course. Excellent in that. And he's brilliant too. in that as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. But he... Go, so Bond goes to meet him. Yeah. And here we meet his ward, <laughs> Bibi. 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 Bibi, who in real life got, like, second... Prize in a novice ice skating contest. Yes. So yeah. BB takes a shine to Bond immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And in now, hats off to James, mm. who normally, as we know, likes to have a sex with the ladies. Have sex <laughs> with ladies. With the ladies. Cons with the ladies. Ladies. And this time he's like, oh, no, jailbait. Yeah. Not doing that. She definitely likes some sort of sting operation, isn't she? I know, she? yeah, just mm. literally opera- uh, Operation Utria based here, aren't they, at yeah. Cortina? <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, so even he's like, no, no, no. And a bit later on, he even says something like, I'll buy you an ice cream. Yeah, pop your clothes on, I'll buy you an ice cream. Then I'll fuck you. Oh, no, Bond. No, no, no. Eat the ice cream while I do it. But <laughs> oh, she's Bond. immediately obsessed with him smitten and she wants to go and watch her friend who's like a super skier yeah she even mentions her her affections for older men doesn't she yes so he's like oh less of the bloody old (laughs) although he's 54 isn't he when he's doing this yeah I think, he's, I think in the book he says he's 54. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right. No, he's 52. Oh, 52. He was 50 in Moonraker. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And again, the, there's this it, This bit's a bit saggy. It doesn't... Mm-hmm. There's all... Uh, uh, sorry, you're... And, and who are you? And I'm meeting you. When and I was a kid, I had no fucking idea what was going on I still this. really don't, even though mm. I really like... I think also, I think I love this film. Um, and I love this film for like 40 minutes, then I hate it for 30, then mm. I love it for 30, then mm. I hate it for the rest. Yeah. Um, but mainly it's the music and the madness of it all. And that's end of part one of this episode of Smirshpod. We'll be back later in the week with part two. So please stick around. But in the meantime, why not like, subscribe, review, enjoy, share, tell everybody you like. And, you know, why not even buy Thunderbook? Hey, why not? See you next time.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.